Do you want something better? Do you want to say Joe Carter? We don't really ever want to say Joe Carter on this show. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, you're Joe a Carter, Joe Carter, Joe Carter, Joe Carter. One, two, stop the track, bring it back. What it do? See, Ricky said, never let nobody get the one up on you. If they run up on you, hit them with a one, two, or a bitch slap. Leave the cold to sack, your brothers gonna have your back regardless. And stick with your day one homies, that was here before you started. And fear no man but the man above your head. Pray before you go to bed, every day my mama said. First day knocking, now they hopping. All on the way, cause they see me. Welcome to Atlas Bach, the weekly chronicle concerning the mundane, weird, and maybe even sometimes dramatic happenings of a simple fantasy baseball league. This podcast captures the thoughts and musings of Greg, Joe, Jack, and Tim, four of the ten owners in the league. Download this podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Podcoin, or wherever you get your buttery podcast content. You can also check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and the Twitter. This is episode 62 entitled Hashtag Play Badly or Adley. Well, welcome, Bacher Nation. We're so happy to have you here with all of us. Jack, how are you doing this morning? You sound like you got a baby little case of the sniffles there. Uh, I'm uh, I'm on the upswing though. I'm doing all right. I uh, yeah, a little under the weather, but doing good. Thanks. Well, we hope you feel better. You sound great. I know you've got your tea and honey in front of you, and uh, mm. like any gamer, you're going to deliver. So. That's right. That's yes, right. absolutely. J Lo, good morning. How are you? I'm not sure. I, I <laughs> had a real disappointment last night watching the uh, Blues. <laughs> What's so funny? The Blues in the Bruins series. They're panning the stands because the Bruins are kicking the snot out of the Blues, which is great. It made me feel really good. And then I see two of my favorite football players in the stands, 250 miles away from the city in which they play. Wearing St. Louis blue sweater, uh, Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey. So for this week and this week only, fuck Travis Kelsey and Patrick Mahomes, the future Hall of Fame. Oh. Well, Joe, are either of them from Boston? No. I don't expect them to wear Bruins jerseys, but why are they in a city across the state? Well, I mean, geographically, it is hockey. Because, but you know why? Because it requires one to travel 250 miles to root for the local team. Right. right. You know, that's the best they can do. They're trying to show some Missouri pride as uh, as weird as that is to say but that's what they're right. trying to do Joe don't don't hate on them doesn't matter the, the little little tiny piece of my heart closed where they used to be <laughs> this is kind of a microcosm of your life isn't it Joe like you're 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 you're, you're snatching defeat from the jaws of victory you're, you're you're kicking the snot out of an opponent but still dissatisfied finding something to <laughs> Oh, I'm not satisfied until Char is hoisting the cup. Yeah. Well, I say go Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey for this week only because I, I think <laughs> I'm loyal to my hometown teams and I can appreciate those two young men trying to show some Missouri pride. We'll have to revisit that during the season when the Stillers play the Chiefs. I'm doing fine, by the way. Good morning, everybody. <laughs> so, GK, how are you this morning? <laughs> I'm doing well. well let's jump right to it uh let's get to the most boring segment of all podcastum well mostly all i've been listening to a lot but uh let's see here so we're gonna start with the benigno bowl and it looks like st locash trash pandas have a pretty strong lead against the philadelphia experience right now this was uh this was a surprise. St. Locash really hadn't been putting up big time points, but they did this week. So I obviously expected to win this game. I think what is he 3 and 6 uh coming in. Obviously my record indeed yep. a little better. Um <clears throat> so I, I honestly I expected to to dominate this game. He's got Meadows with an 8, Marte with a 7, both huge scores for him, but um I look back and and <laughs> I was like when's the last time this son of a bitch scored 50? And the answer is two weeks ago. And in fact, he's playing me. He's <laughs> he's had solid scores for the last few weeks. So then I kept digging a little further. And and Chris is actually fourth in the league in scoring. Yeah. He, his record doesn't show it. He's had the most <laughs> points against him, other than I think Eeyore. 
Um, but he is, uh, he's actually got a pretty damn good squad and, and he's going to be damn close to 500 soon, which actually is starting to mean something. I think we'll get into that in a little bit. I agree with you. St. Locash pandas, um, starting to catch people's attention. Very, very interesting. We've got omission commission and the Funkin' punks. And once again, you mean, Scotty, wait, 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 you mean crispy chicken, crispy chicken, <laughs> but I, yes, the crispy chickens indeed. So the crispy chicken, Scotty's team in another close one. Uh, I, this one's too close to call. I don't know who's going to win this. Yeah, game. no, again, another tie. He was in a tight one last week. He did pull it off. Um, it looked like he was going to lose this game for most of the week and, and came back here just recently. But once again, that staff um, hurting him. I think he did something about that this past week. But he did. You know, again, LJ team rising up out of nowhere to, to you know at least try to compete this week. And even if his staff wins, that's not going to help him that much score. He's got five losses. Go LJ. Go LJ indeed. <laughs> <laughs> You're actively rooting against him now. Oh hell yeah! Well, the crispy chickens. Yep, he did. He picked up the Yankees staff, and uh, as he slowly continues his preseason uh, move, or maybe. Maybe not, because now we look at Mr. Blonde's heroes. Holy crap. Now, this is a team that we have been watching and we have been seeing, unlike St. Locash, which has kind of been. Yeah, under the radar. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Mr. Blonde's heroes again yep. with a, a very large score competing against a playoff team and lethal ejection right now. Definitely going to walk away with the win this week. It's uh, it's looking good. Yeah, it's looking good. I'm uh, I'm happy with what my couple of my young players are doing. I mean, they're not exactly lighting it up, but I, I'm getting good efforts at a lot of positions. Soto's starting to hit again, and so yeah, happy. Now we talked about the crispy chickens making a trade earlier uh, earlier this week to get the Yankees pitching staff. You, in fact, made a trade as well. Mm-hmm. You're trading away Eugenio Suarez and getting up. Uh, picking up Carlos Correa. Mm-hmm. Are you a little upset that as soon as you got him, he went on the injured reserve? No, and I, I need to state for the record and for the listeners that Joe, being the gentleman for that he is, um, <laughs> uh, contacted me not long after it was revealed that he was going on and said, hey, you know what, we can uh, squash this trade and, and rescind it. Uh, but in truth, I'm not I'm not really? upset in the least because the uh, giant that is the Dreamers is killing everybody. They'd be killing me this week, even if, even having one of my best weeks this season. And so I'm building for the future still, and I see Correa as a future piece. And frankly, if they put him on the IL for the rest of the year to rest him, I wouldn't care. You know, weren't you a little disturbed as to how he got put on the IL? I'm nominating him as a Posey Award winner. But a Posey, uh, yeah. I'm not a Posey nomination. Posey Award nomination. This is ridiculous, man. He he injured his rib getting a massage. Yeah. That must have been a strong man. He's probably on the right team. Like mm-hmm. this is this is probably this would be absolutely a, a Mr. Blonde's hero type player, right? <laughs> <laughs> We're reading more into it. It was it was one of those shiatsu, you know, those those tapping massages, and it was g- delivered by George Springer with two baseball bats. Right. <laughs> <laughs> they read an online article and they thought they'd give it a whirl. So. Definitely a different parlor than Robert Kraft was hanging. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> sure. yeah. but no, yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I hear you, and um, but. I just look at him as a good young um, star who, may, who I don't think has hit his potential yet and just trying to sell out to the youth movement. And now that I have Vladito, you know, by the time I vision my window being, Eugenio will be 29 to 32 and, and I'm not uh, going to need him then. I think you, I don't think you're giving your team enough credit window wise. I think your window is going to be open a little quicker than that if all these guys stay on track. Yeah, we'll see. That's the GK way though, isn't it? My window's yeah. open, my window's closed. My window's open. Well, my mean, <laughs> it's like an eight-year-old in the car. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be that guy this year who playoff contenders dread to play towards the end of the season. Now let's move on over to the Dreamers. Guys, mm. Dreamers are crushing Mix 7. Uh. Mix 7? Give me another round loss. Mix. For Mix, put it on Mix 7's top. <laughs> Yes, go back to the pub, Mix 7, because the Dreamers are just destroying. They're projected to have a score that we don't typically see more than a couple times a year in the league. Is this the greatest team of all time? I mean, could what Dusty and Eldon have built actually break records that have stood for quite a while in this league? They could. Uh, Technically, um, they are. 
Oh boy. We have had uh, in the history of this league, um, we've had two teams finish the season averaging better than 50 points. Only twice. A couple close, but only twice has that happened. This season, uh, the Dreamers have been under 50 points in week three when they scored 39 and in the shortened week one where they scored 37 and had the best score in the league. So technically one week they have had less than 50 points. At the moment, they are on pace to be the best team in the history of this league. Wow. But we've seen all this before, too. We, we asked the same question about my team last year, I think, and, or, or about Tim's team the year, last year. <laughs> it's about time. Yeah. Aren't the, is this the greatest team of all time? Right. And then what happens to that team? They regress to what they're, where they should be. Well, we're saying, though, that at this point where you, Joe, have failed miserably. <laughs> How many championships have you won, Greg? <laughs> still going. Oh, oh get him. Get him. I mean, I at least have one. I'm an expansion there you team. Go. <laughs> you you, you right. have to get to the big game to fail. I've done that better than anybody in this league. <laughs> I love the spice between these two today. This is great. I love it. Where those other teams have done well, and Tim's team, I mean, he's had some epic runs. This team is in a position to become that greatest team ever, right, Jack? Is that what you're saying? They're not it as we stand because they haven't won anything, but they're right, trending right. towards GOAT. Do you guys think that Joe's mad because he, he's going to have the same record as Greg at the end of the day? Is that what you think <laughs> I think the anger is pretty much there all the time, yeah. <laughs> Oh, well, that, that's true, too. I'm, I, I'm angry that Tim's going to be ahead of me now. Oh, Tim, he's throwing shade at Tim. I have a slight lead uh, uh, against Ridden Metal. Uh, Ridden Metal gained eight points yesterday. My team has been stuck in neutral. It's been, uh, <laughs> it's been hit with a touch of the pops and uh, just didn't move. The, 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 my score is gone. I scored 1.8 points yesterday. He's, he's um, just toying total. with me to let me catch up. Yeah, right. <laughs> Where he so deals me the death blow. Making it fun. Jesus, Mario, Joseph, don't make fun of Big Seven now. <laughs> Do you think that so, yeah. pub Big Seven goes to is on Bad Street? Well, there's a little pub on the end of Bad Street. That's where we hang out, don't you know? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's the two low, two lowest scoring teams in the in the league this week. So, right, it's what we really. used to make fun of of uh, GK and Swag last year about. Yeah, that's really yeah, exactly. that's, that's maybe that's year. why I skipped over it. Right. This is the toilet bowl for this week, and yes, we are living up or down to expectations. Joe's team is swirling. Tim's got his handle on the lever. A uh, playoff implications. Basically, if I if I've got this right, whoever wins this game would then move into sole possession of second place mm, behind right. the Dreamers, uh, trailing by four games. So we're the <laughs> so, next best team to the Dreamers. Either one of us is going to be sole possession. It's mine. As I mentioned, Chris being the second highest scoring team in this division will then move into third place. So the loser of this game will also technically be in last place in your division. So correct. Which means pretty much nothing other than seeding for next year. I mean, it's, right. It's, you know, we just want to see Joe in last place. I do, anyway. I don't know about you guys. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Why the hostility? Damn. I don't know. No, it's respect. Yeah, what's going on? It's respect. Oh, I want you out of the playoff picture. I think that was accomplished a few weeks ago. Uh, all right. Well, this was uh, definitely sloppy. <laughs> Uh, not very crisp, and I, I will say that uh, I did get some feedback from Scotty before we mm. before we close out. I thought this was good. Aromatic. You said it was aromatic. <laughs> <laughs> so he said, listening to the first half of cleaning with Atlas Bach, mostly crunchy with a side of wilty. Mm. Parentheses GK. Oh, oh, that was his take on uh, coming for you, chicken boy. Coming for you on cleaning with Atlas Bach. Which has now moved into our third most listened to podcast this year. Right. So, Joe, cleaning with whatever, I guess, works. So maybe this one is Atlas Bach with Laura, which was nice. GK's suggestion. <laughs> Although we could always just go with the truth, which is... <laughs> this episode sucks. Yeah, yeah. that was... Uh, <laughs> this episode sucks, comma, free beer. <laughs> <laughs> All right, boys, I've got to go refill my coffee. Let's go take a quick break. We're going to come back and we're going to we're going to have our first visit by the pseudo scout coming up. And he's going to break down the players in the MLB draft. So stay tuned uh, for a fan favorite pseudo. 
55 bills, but 50 for the taste on the bag. I don't really like to brag. Run in my socks when I'm stepping out of sight. I'ma hit it in the morning, cause I'm whiskey dipping. Got my brother out on cash, but flipping seconds free, bro. From the can, I ain't talking whippets. Bitch, I make beats and bad decisions. You swipe goes. Stop the bitching. I ain't really fucking with you if you want. Oh, look at that. Nice. The pseudo scout has arrived. <laughs> Tell your damn girlfriend thanks a lot for buying a Mac. Ugh. Yeah, no right, kidding. I, uh, up in there. Dumper. You know, it's funny though. Like in your bachelor pad, you used to have these really cool works of art behind you, and now you're just stuck in the kitchen. <laughs> oh uh, no, buddy! The uh, the bachelor pad is still going very strong. I can um I can adjust it if we want. Uh, you know, some like Frank Auerbach uh, magic behind us. Hey. Oh, that, okay. Um, right. You're so cool, Justin. Oh okay. yeah. Jesus. Yeah, I, I like I, when you said bachelor pad. You did take a quick look off to make sure she didn't hear you say that. That was uh, oh no, she uh, <laughs> she she's gone. We we do not live together. She's out scouting uh, single A game. Yeah, <laughs> yes, <laughs> right. yeah he's exactly. Her, he's got her working. <laughs> he's watching batting practice at University of Arizona right now. Yeah, <laughs> or Oregon State is uh, playing in uh, UCLA. So what, why don't you go scout that for me? <laughs> there you oh go. God, that That's would be a, that is a match made in heaven. He, right he, there. he bought her a uh, body cam to, to wear to games. You know? <laughs> <laughs> a GoPro. We have probably been together dating for like a month or whatever. It wasn't very long. And I go, hey, I'm going to be making a road trip out, out to uh, Albuquerque. I'm, uh, I'm wanting to go hit up a ball game out there because that's where it's the Dodgers AAA team. And uh, she's like, yeah, yeah, that sounds fun. And I'm like, the Mets have this shortstop, a Med Rosario, that I'm really wanting to go check out. <laughs> yeah, she's like, that's when I had to meet her mom because I was taking her daughter across <laughs> state lines. That, here, here's where the conversation like, look like with her and her mom like mom justin wants me to go with him to albuquerque how well do you know this boy that seems like an awful long way to go be like mom don't worry about it this guy's a total dork yeah. <laughs> he's taking me to a triple a baseball game because he right. needs to scout uh, a a minor league baseball player for the mets does he work in baseball no no not at all <laughs> nope. no no nope. not anymore there are 13 different restraining orders keeping them away from <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> we can't see the cubs we can't see the reds we can't see the diamondbacks they all I'm, got these restraining I'm, I'm orders. not allowed to watch baseball in phoenix i'm <laughs> yeah, right. uh, yeah. So he was pivotal in the paul goldschmidt trade yeah. actually yeah yeah right. the cactus the, league they know me now did you did you and your beautiful mate listen to atlas bach as you traveled this long distance trip did you allow the dulcet tones of uh, gk to kind of serenade you as you He's, drove out there he said they're still together yeah <laughs> Yeah. She knows I'm doing this thing, and uh, she's like, you know, I need to listen to one of those. That's right. She does. Well, this and, is the one, baby. This is the one. Yeah, this is. Right. You know what? You should just marry her, man. If she, if she allows you to have this type of obsession, just go for it, man. Just drop oh. your knee and say, please, oh, you know? You I, did you guys meet in the uh, Swing Plane Magazine Classifieds? <laughs> Swing, actually, yeah, it, it, was, uh, it, it was an exit velocity quarterly. And, um, <laughs> right. yeah that's, that's how it was i love it yeah you know I love and, it. and justin yeah. you know if you if you're interested in marrying this girl i don't think there could be a better way to propose than recording it on one of our episodes and then just happen to oh, be yeah. playing it in a car oh my in some God. romantic yep. session and be like you know what guys uh, I've enjoyed talking about launch angles, uh, as I always do, but I now yeah. I want to turn to another subject. There's a certain lady out there that I didn't like. To, I would like to invite to join my scouting staff for life. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yes. I want you to be my director of player development for life. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. Yes. Oh yes. my God, that is so romantic! I know, I know. you're yes. my bench coach for life. <laughs> That's the, every every woman ever wants yeah. to hear that. Yeah, surely. Aside from the time that Brendan Rogers got called up to the majors, this is the happiest moment of my life. <laughs> I wouldn't trade you for well, all the Vlad Juniors in the world. You mean that much to me? So, pseudo, have you had a chance to listen to any of our stuff this season? Do you know where we're at? 
because we're far afield from what we used to be. Really? Okay. What differences are you referring to? Yeah, I'm curious. As well. <laughs> We've moved a little further away from from baseball, so we needed some connection. Oh yeah. Uh, to the to the prospect game and to our dynasty league roots, and so we we called in the doctor. We called in Doctor Swingplane. We called in the pseudo scout. I like right? that. So, Doctor Swingplane. Yeah, the Sultan of Swingplane. You don't get to make up your own nicknames, Justin. That's the house. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, Tim, Tim gets to give you nicknames. That's why he exercises the power over your soul listen to this week's episode uh, yeah. and you'll know what i'm talking about uh, we just we're, we're so happy to see you and you, you've been a constant throughout the years and this is actually episode 62 if you can believe it um, exactly yep we, uh, totally we get it okay so <laughs> man 62 so i've probably done roughly 10 percent. yeah of your episodes okay. I, i'd probably say i've been in like six or seven of them well you you are definitely our most regular contributor you know if if we were doing the opening credits of saturday night live there would be the featured players and 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 the regulars and you are definitely atop that list of featured players excellent that's right you're the pinch hitter that we go to okay let's get this party started yeah well i I think it already has i'm gonna have to probably you know what we should probably do is just record an introduction so i can cut it and put it at the beginning because I feel like, Justin, normally we try to warm our guests up, but it's like a family member. Like, you just showed up, and it's like we've seen you. It looks like you haven't been gone. I want to give him a noogie. Yeah. (laughs) That's right. even looks slightly annoyed with us, which is, is, uh, you know, kind of something we typically see. No, I'm actually uh, very happy that we weren't recording the early stuff about um, how I actually met uh, Stephanie over here in in, uh, Swing Plane or Exit Velocity Quarterly. But we weren't, uh, Oh, oh, we no, were. We, yeah, we were. That, oh, that was we here. We, that is uh, okay. So that's happening. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. No one will hear it. Uh, yeah. And it, right, yeah. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Nobody listens to this anyway. She doesn't even listen for Christ's sake. Right. Yeah, I know. Right. I'm trying to recruit people. I like my dad called me. I don't know. 20 minutes ago or whatever and i'm like does he live in france he lives uh no st louis missouri oh. the mecca of baseball did you say guest star did you let your dad like i look dad i i guess star on this i yeah. i'm a ratings basically grabber like whenever they <laughs> yeah. feel like they they need to get more of this when, when things yeah. are tanking exactly they'll they'll reach out yeah. to me yeah yeah that's right so we can bring everyone back with riveting statistics on minor league baseball players <laughs> well, let's do that so this is uh you know true to our roots right we we have uh, uh we, this is a dynasty baseball fantasy uh, league after all uh, we have the pseudo scout who has a very unhealthy obsession with young players uh, coming up through the minor leagues um, and and we love them and and we're so happy to have you on the on the podcast and we've got the MLB draft starting tomorrow and we were hoping that well starting tomorrow we say tomorrow but really when you're listening to this it's actually already happened but anyway you'll see how smart uh, the pseudo scout really is now that you're listening to this after it's happened. But this is the type of value that we bring to our listeners for free. We don't even ask you to pay for this. We're bringing right. in the pseudo scout, an insanely hardcore dynasty player himself, to talk about major league baseball and the prospects that are coming up and what it could mean for your dynasty fantasy baseball uh, fortunes or. You know, pain, that's so true, Tim. That that is the value we bring. We bring you excellent insight on who to draft after the draft has occurred. You know, yes, <laughs> right, exactly. We should have yes. we should have recorded this segment uh, two weeks ago, but we just mm-hmm. didn't think about that. So <laughs> just enjoy yeah, but- it, and you'll get. So look at it as <laughs> look at it as potential affirmation of the selections that you've made. Right, right, that's right. Uh, like in true Atlas Bach fashion, we're just a little late. We just, we just, <laughs> just uh, so I'd like to lead off, Justin, by asking you that. Uh, well, in our league, Vladito's unborn son has actually been drafted, and I want to ask you: Do you think Vlad the Third will have a bad knee as well? Uh, no, no. I would expect a um, eighty hit tool, eighty power, just like his uh, grandfather and uh, dad did. Yes. A- any guess at how heavy the baby will be when it's um, <laughs> I'm thinking he'll come out twelve pounds. Two, two feet tall, and uh, he'll fill out nicely. Most importantly, Justin, in your opinion, for his uh, swing and his launch angle, should he or should he not be circumcised? Um, <laughs> you know what? Oh, my God. We're, we're, we're going oh, to keep the bat 
uh, where, where it is naturally. Whoa, and, um, nice. we're, we're just, we're just going to, we're not going to change a thing. I already there said 80. Yeah. All, I already gave baseball 80, 80, here. so. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we're going to keep it where it think, is. Like, Justin's entire life is like baseball terms, like just constantly he's just using, you know, baseball yeah. terms his day-to-day life yeah really weird puns yeah. all the time people just constantly yeah. eyebrow raised at me it's it, it's weird like, like when you get in an argument with your girlfriend and, and you're you, she's not you know she's trying to put words in your mouth do you say things like hey babe you're stealing my signs you know what i mean right and yeah. i don't yep. appreciate yep. it you know i'm gonna now yep. let's, I, I'm, let's I, take I'm it to brush, the relay booth. i need to brush you back a little bit honey no. <laughs> yeah, it's like uh, where where did this come from? Like your personality is a, uh, a higher spin rate than a Dustin May curveball right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there you there go. You go. <laughs> During sex, does the uh, word launch angle get yelled at all? <laughs> Increase your launch angle. <laughs> yeah, yeah, actually, it does. Yeah. It's, it, in all seriousness, as you look at the the top. Uh, 20 potential uh, major league baseball prospects are there any that you're thinking about from a dynasty fantasy perspective that look uh, particularly attractive to you uh, and that you would suggest that other other players actually take a serious look at oh absolutely i really like this draft class more so than last year i think this is more conducive to better fantasy appeal because there's there's some really good hitters in there particularly on the college ranks so um there's a few advanced bats that I think if you're lucky enough to get them, um, they're going to be able to uh, help your team rather quickly. Hunter Bishop. I, that is a guy that I do like. Uh, fantastic power speed prospect. I mean, he's a monster. He's like six foot five. I've seen anywhere between like 210 and 230. Power speed guy. Um, his hit tool has really come along. So those are the type of guys that um, you're, you're right. That's uh, That's got a lot of fantasy appeal. Greg, I just want to point out that um, according to, to the list I have, uh, Hunter Bishop is uh, ranked eighth on this particular list, but somehow Tim got your pseudo scout to start talking about his player yeah, before exactly. any of the other guys ahead of him. I don't know how that happened, but it's odd. Don't, it's not your fault, Justin. You, could, you couldn't possibly help it if you tried. Tim dominates <laughs> this podcast and he gets us to do his bidding all the time. Yeah, I, uh, I see it on the good and the bad. Talking about uh, balky knees and I'm on, oh. uh, on, on Fladito <laughs> and... Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. Let me just ask you, who are your top five? Just who are your top five players that you think are the most fantasy relevant? And I, and I like your comparisons to players that our fans or listeners would know, too. Yeah. For fantasy purposes, it's going to be different than what is actually... Yeah, for fantasy. Uh, for fantasy. Yeah. Yeah. Start, with, start with five and, and count back. Yeah. No, nobody listens to us for actual Major League Baseball, so uh, fantasy is about all we've got. Nobody listens to us. Peru. <laughs> we do have a listener in Peru. I mean, to me, number one and two are just dude, they're they're pretty far away. Um, as far as like three, four, five, I don't know. You want to flip some coins? Okay. So who's who's four? I do like Riley Green's uh, skill set. High schooler. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, right. He's he's hit very well. Uh, really good bat to ball skills against uh, advanced high school uh, pitching. If this young kid is able to uh, really showcase that premium skill, you know, you mm-hmm. maybe you have like the next Alex Kirilov or the next Kyle Tucker. Mm. Oh, wow. Maybe make some adjustments to his swing plane, you know, jokes aside. <laughs> maybe make some lower half adjustments to tap into some extra power. And maybe he's a 300 hitter with 20 home runs, maybe a little bit more. But um, I think that that's pretty nice. When you get a, a young kid with uh, those type of... Um, uh, hit skills right away. I mean, that's somebody that that stands out. Hopefully, uh, he he meets up with some good coaching, and um, I, I think Riley Green's got some good prospects. Justin, what's a lower half adjustment? Is that a chiro- <laughs> is that a chiropractic term? Oh, chiropractic term. Okay, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, no lower half adjustment. Maybe it's code for hand job. Oh, oh Jesus, Jack! Come on, say out the gutter, man. Where is Jack's mind? This gutter who's, snipe. Who's uh, who, who's got the dump button? Uh, on this yeah, thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who's managing that tim is I that do. on your end yeah yeah, yeah it, is. it is i just let the talent run free that's it just you got to do it, just it flows like you know, wine but, uh, <laughs> okay 
Right, exactly. Okay, <laughs> so, so you were saying, lower but uh, lo- lower, lower half, half adjustment. Uh, maybe he's not um, pivoting his hips. You know, you, using that lower half uh, to, to tap into that power. Gotcha. Hips don't lie. M- maybe it's uh, too high of a leg kick or not enough of a leg kick uh, to to really get into it. Because I mean, like even though you're swinging the bat with your upper body, I mean, a lot of people, Albert Pools um, included, they'll tell you you're. Your power is coming from your lower half. <laughs> I, Chris has been on this guy for a while. He, um, he's had him for a couple of years, actually. We own Chris with, with his high school players. I haven't seen anyone say that he's not the best high schooler coming out right now. And the comp that I saw um, was actually Cody Bellinger. Oh, shit. Um, okay. So yeah, we'll see. I, I, we'll see. Okay. Florida kid. Oito. He's number four. Yeah. So then we've got who's number three? Number three, um, out of uh, Vanderbilt, I like uh, JJ Bladay. Um, Bladay, Bladay. The uh, the right. thing that I dig about this guy, he's among the uh, nation's leaders in home runs right now. He's really tapped into some power. But uh, the thing that really set it apart is, uh, I mean, the kid just rakes, and he's proven his ability to do it with a wooden bat. All right, so he batted uh, in the Cape Cod League. He batted 311 with a wooden bat, and he was slugging an even 500. That's sick. His, um, his, his uh, on-base percentage, he was also really damn good, um, around uh, 370s. So, I mean, when you get somebody that's able to hit like that with a wooden bat, um, the Cape League is pretty damn good. Um, so, I don't know, man. I, I think that... Uh, Bladé's got a he's got a shot to be really really nice. So this is very interesting for me because again I have been as obviously Greg has maybe a little quicker than Greg. I have been very much following this draft class and and on every list I've seen there's an absolute one, two, and most of the time a three. So I'm interested as to which of those three are not on Justin's top two. Right, right, right. Oh right. well, t- I mean, you're following this. One, one, and two is very, very obvious. Um, okay, yeah. So that's we'll yeah. Start with two. If we're, if we're going we'll... into number two, um, I think it is. Uh, it's going to be Andrew Vaughn out of out of Cal. Woo! The, this kid, he's going to fucking rake. He's got an incredible hit tool. His understanding of the strike zone is very advanced. Uh, this kid's hitting with power. Um, I mean, I'm reading incredible comps. Um, the one that I've continued to read, if you could, uh, you can actually like wrap your mind around this. I'm reading Chris Bryant without the strikeouts. When I've read that, I'm like, what the hell is this? Like, this is a, that sounds like a once every five year type of prospect. So pseudo scout in true form, you know, we have the, uh, the Arizona Wildcats in, in my hometown. And so the Cal Bears, um, had a three-game series in Tucson, so of course I got to uh, go scout this kid. Um, I'm expecting a monster. I'm I'm thinking like Paul Goldschmidt style, but he's not. He's not a a, a big physical um, Goldschmidt uh, Frank Thomas type presence, um, and he doesn't have the body of uh, of you know Chris Bryant either. Um, he's more like a, more like a Jose Ramirez, rather compact. I don't. I think physically he might be maxed out, but um, I think the hit tool and the power is already there. Um, just because he's maybe slightly shorter than your um, than your gigantic uh, first baseman. I mean, Jose Ramirez he hit 30 home runs, um, and I think that right. that's what you're going to be getting out of out of this kid. Very first at bat that I saw, you know, it, it went to the warning track for a uh, for a sack fly. Uh, but it was to the deepest part of the park. I, I think he's going to be legit. Yeah. You know, if we want to get uh, maybe something exciting for entertainment's sake, I think you could be looking at like a 280-25 bomb floor, but uh, with with, with wow. some more. So I think that's what you're looking at. Did we lose Greg? I, you know what? <laughs> I actually thought that uh, he was just giving you a stoic stare. Yeah, I thought he was just mad at me, yeah. <laughs> that's how I to take a picture of that that's just him kind of uh staring at us without gk now i guess uh pseudo who who is the number one prospect from a dynasty fantasy baseball perspective there's a hashtag play badly for adley <laughs> adley rushman um this kid he's he, he's checks all the boxes i think you're looking at a 300 hitter with uh, high 20s home runs 
I think that uh, offensively, he's going to be giving you what Wilson Contreras is doing right now and ah. what he did two years ago. So right, I, right. I'm thinking those type of numbers, which is going to put him as you know probably a, a top two, a top two uh, catcher. He's big. He's physical. Um, so that's going to allow him to uh, play like. 140 plus games. You know, that's what you want out of a, uh, out of your guy. Given his physicality, he's going to be able to play more than the average guy. And that helps. That's so, awesome. Uh, yeah. I, I think that, uh, there, there's a lot of things that just make this kid, uh, look, he's going to be the real deal. And with Baltimore, an AL team having, uh, you know, that pick. I think that uh, they'll be able to preserve him for a long time. They can throw him at the DH, yeah. maybe like what um, Gary Sanchez is able to do with New York. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that uh, Rushman is coming in. It's just kind of a perfect storm. Baltimore is going to be very lucky to have him. Well, Justin, as always, it's it's so great having you on the call, and thank you for being a part of this thing that we called Atlas Bach. And you know, Atlas Bach Nation loves you, and we appreciate your insights and. Um, hope that uh, you know you have continued success in your own league, and that um, uh, you know all things are, are spinning your way. So, um, and then hopefully your uh, beautiful girlfriend has gotten some good scouting uh, insights from the game you sent her off to see. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's in uh, sunny UCLA, hypothetically speaking, um, seeing. I don't know where I'm going with this. No, that's okay. she actually just walked by. That's okay. Mike Toglia. She went and checked out Mike Toglia, right? So yeah. uh, there, you go. there we go. Yeah. All right. Well, listen, you have yourself a great day. Thank you for being, you sound fantastic. I really appreciate the mic and uh, thanks for all the trouble on getting this uh, set up. It was all good. Yeah, it's fun. Always good uh, seeing you guys. And um, yeah, looking forward to next time. Don't right, forget brother. to rate, rate us on, on iTunes. <laughs> Do that. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely will. <laughs> All right, brother. All right, Talk guys. To later, Good luck this season. See you. Bye, Justin. Yo, later, man. Yo, yo, yo. I've been getting dirty money, Jordan Belfer. Second penny stocks while I'm flipping these birds. Sipping on Ciroc, trip them up with the words. I just popped the molly and I think it's be my third. Jordan Belfer. Wow, typically uh, Justin is is a fairly boring guest, but that's great. The pseudo scout was uh, a lot more entertaining this time, wouldn't you agree? Oh yeah, absolutely. Glad to sit through that. That was cool. I have to say that Joe was particularly, and I'm going to use the word incorrectly, was particularly stoic during that interview. Was was absolutely radio silent. Somebody get a dictionary. <laughs> so, guys, I, speaking of uh, entertaining and fun, I, I you know we're, we're on every platform imaginable. If someone is searching out Atlas Bach, they're going to find us, whatever platform. And I, you know, one of the yeah. podcast platforms I've talked about Podcoin uh, at length, and I, I think I've earned a Dunkin' Donuts coffee on Podcoin. I'm pretty excited. Nice. About that. And and the nearest Dunkin's only 47 miles from you. That's fantastic. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yes, I got to go up to, ironically, up to Seattle uh, to yeah. find Dunkin' Donuts. So there was this podcast that was recommended by the Himalaya <laughs> podcast platform, and it was called Disney Bros. And I was like, why? Why is why? What is this Disney Bros with a weird kind of Snow White cover and this kind of gang Disney Bros writing? It, it immediately grabbed my attention, and I thought, oh well, maybe this podcast algorithm is smarter than I think. I started to dig into this podcast, and basically, it's it's two dads of young ladies who break down Disney films to a level kind of equal in combination how we break down baseball fights mm. combined with our long conversations on things like how to fix baseball or unwritten rules. But they also like rank the hotness of Disney princesses as well. <laughs> One of their listeners told them that the average age of a Disney princess is 16 and they felt a little sketched out about that. So they backed away. <laughs> Wait a minute. How do they determine that the average age of a Disney princess is 16? Where in any of these cartoons does the age of the 
Cooper uh, come into question. I think we might have tapped the hot button. Yes, exactly. Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, Joe starts ripping posters off his wall. <laughs> this is made. No, actually, we just went and saw the mm. new Aladdin movie yesterday. That chick was not 16. She was at least 18. <laughs> I, I will, I yeah. will, if under questioning, I will swear she was at least 18. I thought she was 18. <laughs> Uh, back in the 40s wasn't the age of consent 16 like well that was like and that's a, a, that's my other Joe? point if it's appropriate wherever you are then it is what it is when i was a kid you could fantasize about disney princesses and it was legal times have changed it just annoys me when people make stuff up <laughs> All right, Tim, as you were saying. No, that's uh, so anyway, the the podcast debuted in 2011 and tragically lasted only two episodes. What? Yes, and and my question was why? C- can you guys help me think about what possibly could have happened? Did the Disney police raid their suburban Seattle homes? Was like were they just like the ATF just crashed their house and told them to, you know, cease and desist? Was there I can a- tell you living in Orlando, they are very serious about their name and their images. They they uh, that, take that shit yeah. seriously. They lawyer up so fast. You get cease and desist letters almost immediately if you invoke really? anything to do with right. Disney. Absolutely, absolutely. We we um in the sports world um again we we would do some theme nights at some of the games and you know there are definitely some situations and scenarios where you can kind of you know bend the rules a little bit. But uh, two people you don't with are Disney and Lucas. Um, so yeah, we would do a, a Star Wars night. We would do a Disney princesses night. Did you check their IDs? And well, we no. I'm saying we, as an organization, had to go through you know Disney and Lucas. No, I meant did you check the princesses' IDs? Oh well, I was on a different mindset at the time, so I did not. (laughs) (laughs) My point exactly. Wow. I think I figured out what happened to their podcast, Tim. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Well, I thought maybe maybe you know for any of us that have ever watched a Disney movie, I know um, you know. Uh, actually, Many. the three of you have daughters, right? So you know you've watched a Disney movie or two. Joe just went the other night. There's typically a tragic death at the beginning. One of the parents dies. Mm-hmm. These are yep. two dads. Maybe in a very Disney way, one of the one of these guys were tragically killed. You know, and and really, uh-huh. there's the, just a bit part in really the true story, which is their their daughter's story. But we don't get that part. Well, what I want to know is it will like the Himalaya podcast site. Is it like meaning that this was the most popular podcast in Nepal, or I mean, <laughs> or is that just a new agey name of their podcast? Site? It's a new agey name. It's actually a pretty cool interface. Uh, they're, they're, the podcasts sound pretty good there, and Cha-ching. you know, it's it's the pinnacle of listening. Uh, pleasure or whatever. Cha-ching. You know, yes. I, I, I am a super fan. I am listening to episode one and episode two on repeat. Over and over again. <laughs> I, I actually want to reach out to these guys. Uh, they, they talk about having listeners in episode two. I thought that would could, you know, maybe, maybe they were skyrocketing in popularity and it was more like a, like a young star, you know, cut out like a, like a Jimi Hendrix, right. You know, just in the prime of his life, Jim Morrison, you know, that type of rock and roll, just, gone before they were you know mm. probably the only listeners they ever had were the the disney legal team and by the time the second episode dropped they had put a stop to it right you know what it's probably it, disney was probably their steve phillips mm-hmm. but steve phillips doesn't have the clout that disney does so steve right. phillips no, just rips our shit off just steals right. it right yeah. yep right yeah exactly. well he's been working yeah, yeah. his way up right disney's already <laughs> already reached the pinnacle themselves I, um, you know, the other possibility, of course, is somebody heard the the podcast and, and, you know, perhaps one of the guys was more talented than the other. Um, something I often fear here that, mm-hmm. that somebody's going to hear our podcast and then, you know, come in and, and try to steal Joe. And then Joe will, you know, leave the rest of his bandmates behind and go start his own podcasting, talking with plants or something along those lines. Mm-hmm. So that's a what possibility. makes you think that doesn't already exist. <laughs> Tim would have heard it. Tim would have heard it. <laughs> if it exists, Tim right okayed it already. Is that what you're saying? Right, right. It's it's part of my master plan. Exactly. That's exactly it. You know, speaking of your diabolical master plan and evil characters from literature, Tim, I do have some something breaking news that I think I need to bring to everybody, especially Joe and Jack, as they are you know fellow victims of your evil empire. 
I've been I've been uh, thinking long and hard about something, and I I think I've really um, come to a realization that I think the listeners need to hear. Uh, Jack and Joe, you guys definitely need to hear, as do the other members of our league. I've been thinking about Jack's uh, treatise on Tim's you know ultimate evil plans and thinking you know how how does it work? How does Tim exercise control over all of our minds? Been working on that for a while. And then I thought something about something. You know, as I was listening to last week's episode and. It, Tim's, you know, uh, playful greetings of J-Lo and Detective Swag and GK. And then, you know, I thought to myself, you know what? He's he's like Rumpelstiltim. You know, he's... (laughs) <laughs> you know like t- tim has a has an, uh, a secret evil nickname that none of us have been even able to consider much less attached to him <laughs> and the fact that he doesn't have a nickname where the three of us do it's tim's exercise of control over us power yeah yeah, yeah we are what he wants us to be even to the point where he's named us you know, and and he's given each of us our nickname. The the right thing to do is to give Tim a nickname. <laughs> now, I'm not saying that you guys should choose one of these nicknames. And I told, I took these. You know, I'm gonna. It's gonna be a a take on the fact that Tim, admittedly, has a dad bod. There's no shame in that. I have one as well. But I I've looked into both uh, the areas of history, literature, and even into a little bit of commerce. Uh, a, a commerce slash uh, literature crossover to come up with some suggested nicknames. Oh God! But then ultimately, I have one that I think is uh, is most apropos. But I'll leave it to you, gentlemen, and our fans to think about which one uh, is best. And these are in no particular order. But uh, okay, the first one's a historic nickname from a, a terrible tyrant from Cambodia. Remember Pol Pot? Yes. So yes, I, yes, I, I would right. call you Pole Potbelly. <laughs> that would be the first one. And then oh, the, this God. next one needs no uh, introduction. And again, it's a historically based one. Paunchy Pilot. <laughs> <laughs> but no. Okay. And then this one combines yeah. a, a beloved snack as well as uh, a character from literature. Rolled Goldfinger. <laughs> <laughs> this one's a little bit more of obscure of a novel, but it was made into a movie with Matt Damon, the talented Mr. <laughs> Ruffles, I would call it. <laughs> then I was watching nice. Tombstone, and you know the the evil gunfighter from Tomb, Tombstone inspired me to think of Johnny Ringdings. If you remember Ringdings, those delicious <laughs> snacks. <laughs> then on Memorial Day, uh, the the. Uh, the Lord of the Rings. Uh, this is really what the inside of your head works like. Yeah, this is this is what. Yeah. Yeah. The, okay. So I'm almost this there. How it All right, Tim. Quit trying okay. to discredit me. <laughs> <laughs> so on, on Memorial Day, the Lord of the Rings trilogy played, and I I just thought of sweet and Sauron chicken. You know. <laughs> yeah, and, and so, but what I really ultimately ended up on was from literature. And it was, I think, most apropos to what we're talking about, which is the total control that Tim exerts over our little universe. And so um, it's very Orwellian, if you ask me what's happening here. And so I think that Tim's nickname is, is, this is just my opinion, but Big and Tall Brother. That's what I think. (laughs) BTB. That's what I'm. That's what I'm voting for. But I'll let you guys uh, leave it to mull over. But gentlemen, I implore you: whatever we do, come up with your own nicknames. We we have to brand Tim something to take back his nefarious power. That's my opinion. I can leave it at that. I, I got I got another nickname for Tim. Oh, Instead oh, yeah. of dear leader, we'll call him clueless leader. Oh <laughs> no! Now that's probably the most accurate statement on this podcast today, right there. Yeah. yeah so, so we're going to listen to Bad Butter. Yeah, they've let they've agreed to let us play a few of their clips on on the nice. show. It's fantastic. 
Welcome to another great episode of Bad Butter, where we like to say butter makes it better, butter makes it badder. As as always, I am joined here by my lovely co-host, Amber Joe. Say hello, Amber. Hey, y'all. And I am Terry McButter McCarthy, and we are here to talk about our love of all things butter. Rolling in yumminess. Rolling in yumminess. Oh, you know it, Amber Joe. So last week, uh, before we get started uh, talking about today's recipe, I did want to address some listener concerns that I heard last week, because if you recall, at the end of the episode, I became slightly wobbly. I I really wasn't myself, and so Amber Joe, always looking out for me, rushed me to the emergency room right after we finished broadcasting. And they did a complete physical workup of us, and what we found was that my cholesterol level is a little bit too high. Uh, 328 was the number they gave me, but I questioned that number, and it's certainly not going to stop me from my love of butter. Sugar, they escalate everything there. Oh, they're they are uh, crazy at the hospital about cholesterol. I think it's a uh, fake news if you ask me, but uh, that's just me talking. I am Terry McButter McCarthy. Anyway, last week uh, I know you are all enjoying our pasta primavera taken to the butter extreme. Not only do I. Uh, add butter to the situation but we we uh, multiply the butter content by four those veggies and pasta were bathing in butter y'all know what's good and so uh this week uh we're gonna talk about desserts and you know what i was thinking about what great dessert would go with my extra extreme butter pasta primavera well, only one thing comes to mind it's my father And uh, every time my mother would bake that extreme pasta primavera with butter, my dad would have a cinnamon roll after dinner slathered in butter. In fact, he had a cinnamon roll slathered butter every night and a buttery croissant with extra butter every single morning of his life. My Louisiana roots tell me, baby girl, if you weigh less than 250 pounds, you ain't healthy. Yeah, yeah, yep. He never had a single health problem. Uh, Unfortunately, he also had a strong passion for the bottle. Every morning, it was... It was vodka in the morning, vodka in the afternoon, vodka at supper time. Child, please bring Mama her spicy Bloody Mary. Anyway, so tonight, we're going to talk about uh, my super buttery cinnamon buns. Butter makes everything better. Mm, Butter and all. Butter and all. Paula Deen, my goddess. We make our own wine, too. (laughs) Oh, Nice. We're going to raise some pigs in the backyard, make our own wine, and have a good old Sunday supper. Wine and butter. What two better liquids are there in the world? Good friends, a strong drink, and yummy butter. Liquid bliss. Wait, is this it? Is this the end of the podcast? Have we reached the end? This is the end. Oh, no, I did think of a new... I wanted to mention, too, sorry, ever so briefly... You know that last break that we had, where where we were talking about the mid this mid season standings, and and Joe was like, "Well, it doesn't matter. Doesn't nothing matters anyway." I did think of a new potential <laughs> team name for your team, Joe. Oh, I already have one. Oh well, well okay. Well, I'm just going to put it out there. Okay, Johemian Rhapsody. You know, <laughs> I, believe it or not, I actually considered that. At one point, well, it's that last line really? of the song. You know, yep. nothing really matters. <laughs> Anyone can see. It's just so you. It's, you know, it so. frightens me a little bit that Greg and I are starting to think a little bit alike. Oh God, you're but, frightened. Sure, I, you're. Frightened. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Call the authorities. Come get me. All right, boys. And look, and look how we started the podcast with you two, and look how we ended. Aww. See, the podcast brings folks together. Tim must have wanted that. I, I just said I was friends. <laughs> 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 must have wanted it. <laughs> well, uh, I love you, you guys. You notice how he just stopped commenting completely now? He's, he's gone from, you know, BTB. disputing the facts to PTSD just is more like down it. now. Now he's gotten to the point where he's like, all right, this is starting to get a little sketchy. I can't really. No, he, he's probably... Can you pan out and show us if your lawyer is standing next to you or not, Tim? No. Suggesting what you say and don't say? <laughs> no. Are you, are you calling me a Dusty? Are you, am I pulling a Dusty right now? <laughs> oh, yeah. Is that, that a technique? Talk. Right? When we were talking about <laughs> Dusty you know, or the Dreamers and how they might be the best team ever, through his keyboard, Dusty's saying, 
fuck yeah, we're the best team ever, you fucking losers. But if we had him right. on, we had him on the podcast, he'd be like, "Well, we're we're just trying to put the best lineup out there that we can." <laughs> Nice. Oh. <laughs> nice. I thought he was going to pull a lawyer out of the corner there. Mm. All right. I'm going to cut it off, but remember, it's going to stop recording when I do. Okay. Yeah. Joe, hey, we love you, buddy. Thank you. Go Bruins. All right, buddy. All right. Love you. Talk later. to you later. Love you too, man. Bye bye. Right here. This shit for Paulo. Blowing woodies in a stolo Tim tongue flapped out until it touches toes In project to juju Hope I see you too soon But when I do It's gonna be like nothing even happened Nappy Geo the captains Got crown in the bag Was cracking Lick a hit like nothing even happened Remember we was just rapping At Chapman with Nate Now I'm snapping Looking back at all the days of past. This for my brother still The ones I wish I always had This for my brother still Who jumped in when no one had my back This for my brother still Who Really stayed skipping attention. This for my brothers, y'all. Please pay attention. Look. This for my brother still holding it down up on the block. This for my brother still to flame my ass when I wasn't hot. This for my brother still got my back no matter the sin. I never had a brother, but I treat you like my fucking kid. This for my brother still who woke my ass up in the morning. My brother still who was around when I wasn't in power. And my brother still so go ahead and blow a wood to it. This shit for you. This for the motherfucking hood. Music. I remember when Wody for show me that little Dino tat He was like, shit, you can rap And then he added me on Snap And Polo was in the halls He pop a pill like a memento Coming back from class And he fluent in Espanol Fuck a cock Espanol Bobby Joe, the realest dog I ever known And I bet she shake it like his nose And if they ever take my brother I'ma have to reap a solo If they ever take my brother I'm sliding through with that pole This for my brother still Holding it down up on the block This for my brother still To flame my ass when I wasn't hot This for my brother still Got my back no matter the sin I never had a brother But I treat you like my fucking kid This for my brother still Who woke my ass up in the morning My brother still Who was around when I wasn't in power And my brother still So go ahead and blow a word to it This shit for you This for the motherfucking hood music Shout out ODA Summer nights in that info drop But before that been we're still in box And been in every box Scrapping up on things Steady ducking, dodging cops Fuck with me for who I was And never for what I got Knew some rats that was telling It's gonna be alright Pigs get that nigga cheese And made that nigga bite Find that block, swing that hattie We gon' look all night Is you my brother? Can I trust you? We gon' see the night You know my brother still Posted that chat the most hated Know my brother still will never write my name up On no statement Know my brother still will Leave your ass leaking On that pavement Know my brother still Gon' stay by my side Until I make it This for my brother still Holding it down up on the block This for my brother still To flame my ass When I wasn't hot This for my brother still Got my back no matter the sin I never had a brother But I treat you like my fucking kid This for my brother still Who woke my ass up in the morning My brother still Who was around when I wasn't in power my brother still So go ahead and blow a word to it This shit for you This for the motherfucking hood music Hey man, you know what? Shout out to everybody that's just been pushing me, bro Shout out fucking Project Shout out Polo Shout out Juju Shout out Avery, Emil, Adil, Gunner, Harry, Harrison, Empress, TT Shout out Wody, bro He just done killed this shit Shout out Nappy, Calvin, Amy, Miss Hennessy, Gio, Ollie, Siggy, Luca, Robbie Shout out Beja, shout out Kaya It looks like you trimmed your beard too, is that true? Uh, about three weeks ago. Oh, just oh. right after I told him that would change his life. Oh, yeah. And yep. look, it's so working. That's, <laughs> oh, yeah. The lowest score in the league. <laughs> yeah. What, what What about Joe? He has no control over his antisocial personality, but we make sure that all the time. <laughs> uh, he relishes right. that. I think he, he's got that smirky smirk. Um, <laughs> I'm holding up the championship trophies. They're bobbleheads. Is that Wade? Our- oh, well, is that Wade Bob? But which which one of those is supposed to be mine? <laughs> I, I that one is uh, locked in the cellar, Joe. That's uh, <laughs> where that it shall forever never, remain. It'll never be released. That's how I gained my power. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> well, I know. There we go. There we go. Add that to the list, Greg. When someone else wins a championship, he locks their trophies yeah. in his cellar. <laughs> so, some innocent workman's going to one day, you know, uh, accidentally knock that off a shelf and it'll break open and then all hell will break loose, you know. Listen, if, that, if that's the only sacrifice I have to make to our fantasy gods, I'll do that every time. You can have all of them.
Nothing really matters. Anyone can see. <laughs> Nothing really matters. Nothing really matters to Joe. <laughs> Freddie Mercury is rolling over in his grave. Is there anything I can do? Uh, talk more. Let me drop, bring up some soup to you. You could. That'd be sweet. What do you, you like uh, Campbell's or Lipton? You had a, a friend come across the country and ask you to hang out for an <laughs> evening and you ghosted her. Do I really <laughs> think you're going to bring me fucking soup all the way up the state? Yeah. Well, I was really tired. <laughs> <laughs> If you got the low score yeah. league, you're playing the right team. That is true. At one point, I was up, I think, 12, and then my team just pulled the pops and stopped moving. I, dude, I almost made that. T- I almost asked if Tim's team was pulling up pops because it seemed like your score was the same for a couple weeks there, a couple days there. My yep. score won't change much at Sunday, so I'm used to that. <laughs> he only gained 10 points yesterday, but yeah, you know. This is usually Tim's job. Three, two, one. What are you guys doing? Putting on the foil every game. Yeah, you want some? No. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, oh, oh. Jesus fucking Christ, they're going to leave the bench. <laughs>